This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Looks like Donald Trump's lawyer, Alina Habas, going to be in big trouble. Just a day after Alina Habas sent a letter to federal judge Lewis Kaplan attacking federal judge Lewis Kaplan, the judge who presided over the E. Jean Carroll case, where E. Jean Carroll was awarded $83.3 million. In this letter, Alina Habba attacked Judge Kaplan, accused Judge Kaplan of not disclosing a mentor-mentee relationship in the early 90s with E. Jean Carroll's lawyer, Roberta Kaplan. And Alina Habba cited a self-serving New York Post article, which was titled Trump Lawyers to Use Conflict of Interest Between Judge Carroll's Attorney in Appeal, and then quoted Alina Haba as saying, this is insane. Talk about a, a corrupt feedback loop right there. Well, now E. Jean Carroll's lawyer is firing back saying that this is basically defamatory within a defamation case where Donald Trump was hit with an $83.3 million verdict. Uh, e. Jean Carroll's lawyer is saying um, this is uh, false. This is sanctionable conduct by Alina Haba. There was no mentor-mentee relationship. We both worked at the firm Paul Weiss, which has over a thousand lawyers but Judge Lewis Kaplan at that time was a senior partner in leadership at this prestigious New York law firm, whereas E. Jean Carroll's lawyer, Roberta Kaplan at that time, was a junior associate, and uh, she says she has no knowledge of ever having any interaction at all whatsoever with Judge Lewis Kaplan when he worked at the law firm in the early 1990s. In other words, Alina Habba's letter attacking Judge Lewis Kaplan was false, was malicious, and could be sanctionable. And E. Jean Carroll's lawyer is telling Judge Lewis Kaplan that they reserve the right to bring what's called Rule 11 sanctions against Alina Habba. Now, Alina Habba should be very familiar with Rule 11 sanctions because a federal judge in the Southern District of Florida, uh, Judge Don Middlebrooks, in a case that e. Jean, in a case that Alina Habba um, filed on behalf of Donald Trump against Hillary Clinton and dozens of other defendants, not only dismissed the frivolous lawsuit brought by Alina Habba on behalf of Donald Trump, but Habba and Donald Trump were subject to Rule 11 sanctions and other uh, sanctions within the equitable jurisdiction of the uh, court, within the equitable powers of the court, where Habba and Trump were sanctioned nearly $1 million. So if you're just keeping tabs on Alina Habba right now, 
Southern District of Florida, a million dollars in sanctions for Habba's frivolous lawsuit against Hillary Clinton and dozens of other uh, uh, defendants who were frivolously named to that lawsuit. Alina Habba then sued the New York Times on behalf of Donald Trump. She lost about $400,000 in attorney's fees had to be paid to the New York Times there. Alina Habba was the lawyer in the first uh, Donald Trump uh, defamation lawsuit brought by E. Jean Carroll against him in sexual assault lawsuit where she lost $5 million and now lost $83.3 million. And of course, that doesn't include the New York Attorney General civil fraud judgment against uh, Donald Trump. Here's the letter from Roberta Kaplan, E. Jean Carroll's lawyer. It says the following, Dear Judge Kaplan, we write in response to the letter submitted yesterday by Alina Habba on behalf of her client, defendant Donald J. Trump, which contains false allegations of a mentor-mentee relationship between your honor and myself, dating back to the brief period in which we overlapped at Paul Weiss, a law firm in New York, more than 30 years ago. And again, that firm has thousands, over a thousand lawyers. Habba well knows these allegations are utterly baseless. Here are the facts. Paul Weiss is a large law firm with offices in several cities in the United States and abroad. Its litigation department, which was which was founded by Judge Simon Rifkind in 1950, has long been both large and prominent. After graduating from Columbia Law School in 1991, I clerked for a year for the Honorable Mark Wolf in the District of Massachusetts and then moved back to New York City to start work as a junior litigation associate at the firm in October 1992. At the time I started at Paul Weiss, your honor was a senior litigation partner at the firm. You subsequently left Paul Weiss upon your confirmation as a federal district judge in the court in August 1994. As a result, the length of our overlap at Paul Weiss was less than two years. During that relatively brief period more than 30 years ago, I do remember the Paul Weiss partners with whom I worked, and none of them was you. None of them was your honor. More specifically, I have no recollection from that time period of ever even interacting with your honor on a case, participating with your honor in a client or case-related meeting, or attending a court proceeding with your honor. In fact, I remember no direct interaction from that time period with your honor at all. This is hardly surprising since at that time I was a very junior associate at a large New York law firm and your honor was one of the leaders of the Paul Weiss litigation department. And as your honor well knows, our substantive interactions over the last three decades have been limited to your courtroom in the two cases filed by our client, E. Jean Carroll against Donald Trump and in a case in which I represented Columbia University. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States, including this guy? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of house plants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And all along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, which I absolutely love. 
I love fast growing trees and I recently got their most popular small avocado tree at a great price. Traditional landscaping could be so expensive, but fast growing trees provides a great product at amazing prices, and I strongly recommend you check out Fast Growing Trees immediately. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants, so you can find the perfect fit for your specific climate, location, and needs. That's what I did. You don't have to drive around to nurseries and big gardening centers. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped to your door in one to two days. Fast Growing Trees has in-house experts ready to help you make the right selection with growing and care advice available 24-7. You can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, how to take care of your plants and everything else you need. No green thumb required. Right now, they have the best deals online up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off when using the code MIDAS at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com. Use the code MIDAS at checkout. That's fastgrowingtrees.com and then use the code MIDAS. Offer is valid for a limited time. Tell them that MIDAS sent you. Needless to say, at no point have we ever had a mentor type relationship as alleged by Ms. Haba. Given the above, there was nothing for your honor to disclose. While Ms. Haba claims that she, quote, learned for the first time of her baseless allegations from a story published over the weekend in the New York Post, the fact that both your honor and I previously worked at Paul Weiss is a matter of public record. Of particular concern, however, is where and when the New York Post supposedly got this information in the first place. In that regard, it is telling that the article in the New York Post in the New York Post only appeared after Miss Haba's own statement to the media last weekend, where she claimed that only after the trial concluded did she learn that Your Honor and I both previously worked at Paul Weiss, referring to a quote conflict of interest that is insane and incestuous. And while both the New York Post and Ms. Hoppe purport to cite the recollection of a, quote, unnamed partner at Paul Weiss, that partner, if he even exists, clearly has a very flawed memory about events that occurred three decades ago. But that, of course, is not the point. From the very start of the recently concluded trial, Donald Trump and Ms. Haba have pushed a false narrative of judicial bias so they could characterize any jury verdict against Trump as a product of a corrupt system. While that strategy has now moved into its post-verdict phase, it is now time for defendants' false and vexatious claims of bias or impropriety to stop. And they cite a case that was before Judge Kaplan in 2003, because this is what good lawyers do. Litigants cannot be permitted to sit silently on recusal grounds and then, in, and then advance them only after they have lost the case. A judge's mere knowledge of one of the attorneys involved by itself is irrelevant, is irrelevant with some factual allegations of bias or prejudice resulting from this association. While Ms. Haba ends her letter by characterizing this as a troubling matter, what is actually troubling is both the substance and timing of her false accusations of impropriety on the part of E. Jean Carroll's counsel or the court. 
Accordingly, while we wanted to submit our response to Ms. Haba's letter as soon as possible, we reserve all rights, including but not limited to, the right to seek sanctions pursuant to Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 11. Rule 11 sanctions, which Alina Haba got hit with in the other case before the Southern District of Florida. Stacking up all of these Rule 11 sanctions could lead to the judge to refer Alina Haba to the bar for uh, further inquiry regarding her behavior in this case and whether she's even fit to practice law anymore. And I anticipate that that is a potential, that has a potential for happening here given Alina Habba's conduct. And you pull up Alina Habba's letter right here, and this is what Alina Habba wrote on January 29th. This letter is submitted on behalf of President Donald Trump, because she calls him that, not defendant, when he is the defendant and he's not the president. As a result of a story published in the New York Post, defense counsel learned for the first time of allegations that your honor, while a partner at Paul Weiss, had a mentor relationship with plaintiff's lead counsel, Roberta Kaplan. Then it goes on to say that your honor's demeanor showed bias against us and Donald Trump. And then she goes on to talk about how this, uh, without knowing more information uh, or having a specific factual denial by your honor that you had a mentor-mentee relationship with Ms. Kaplan, we are unable to flesh out our position concerning what relief we should request. We thank the court for its prompt attention to this troubling matter. The law of holes, Alina Haba, stop digging and you keep on digging deeper and deeper and deeper. And I am glad E. Jean Carroll's lawyer, Roberta Kaplan, is calling you out and saying, you're making false accusations against Judge Kaplan. You're making false accusations against me. We are in the post-verdict phase. You lost. You and Donald Trump are losers. $83.3 million verdict against you. A jury has spoken, not Judge Kaplan, a jury ruled against Donald Trump like a jury back in May of 2023 ruled against Donald Trump and found him a rapist. And that is where we are at now. And now you want to whine and complain about Judge Kaplan and with false accusations about me. I'm not going to stand for it. We are considering now bringing Rule 11 sanctions against you. I think Roberta Kaplan is going to do that. I think Judge Kaplan will grant that. And I think Alina Habba's bar license may be in a very precarious position as much as we all want her though to keep on rep it's a catch-22 because we kind of want her to keep representing Donald Trump I hope that she does more cases for Donald Trump and has has a more robust role in the Trump campaign but you know we we, we can only hope for that but the, the right outcome here is that you know her uh her conduct shows that she's not fit to practice law in my opinion Tell me what you think in the comments below. I'm Ben Mycellus. This is the Midas Touch Network. Thank you for watching. You can support journalism like this at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. Have a great day. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.